There's a growing link between cyber criminals and Mexican drug cartels. In this episode, we'll talk about the current state of drug cartels in Mexico, their growing connections with cybercrime, and a Mexican drug cartel's rift with the hacker group Anonymous. Welcome to the Drug Training Podcast with Keith Graves, a police officer who spent 28 years specialising in drug investigations and who regularly teaches law enforcement officers, private businesses and concerned families on spotting and dealing with drug use. This podcast is the essential resource for both professionals and individuals who need practical help, advice and insight. Now, here's your host, Keith Graves. So let's just talk a little bit about the current situation in Mexico with drug cartels. Drug cartels are often called drug trafficking organizations or DTOs, and that's what I'm going to refer to them as for the rest of the episode, uh, have been gaining significant strength over the past decade. Recently, there's been a rift between law enforcement and military organizations in Mexico and the United States, which has caused a breakdown of cooperation between the two countries. DEA's chief of operations, Matthew Donahue, told NPR this year, we're willing to share intelligence with our counterparts in Mexico, but they themselves are too afraid to even engage with us because of repercussions from their own government if they get caught working with the DEA. With the breakdown of joint interdiction efforts, these DTOs have ramped up their manufacturing of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Seizures by police and border agents are at an all-time high. I've never seen this much dope in the United States, and we're in trouble. In the same interview with NPR, Donahue described the current situation as a national security crisis. He said specifically, it's a national health threat, it's a national safety threat. He said, adding that drug gangs and criminal organizations now operate inside of Mexico with impunity. They do not fear any kind of law enforcement or military inside of Mexico right now. Because these DTOs work with impunity, they've begun working with entities that would like to destroy the United States. China is funneling precursors to manufacture fentanyl to Mexican DTOs while simultaneously working with cyber criminals to further their agenda into launder money. But let's talk about how the rise of cybercrime is connected to the Mexican drug trade. Cyber criminals are now partnering with drug cartels across Latin America to attack financial institutions and governments, leveraging a wide variety of scams and malware to make millions, according to a cybersecurity report from Insights. The company did a deep dive into attack campaigns through 2019 after multiple customers in Colombia and Brazil were hit with financially devastating breaches. And people reported widespread scams aimed at siphoning funds from their bank accounts. The Insights report highlights dozens of extensive schemes aimed primarily at banks, hospitality services, retail businesses seeking credentials and a variety of financial assets. The marriage of violent drug gangs and the underground hacking community is a significant emerging threat as we move into 2022. These two worlds are combining their influence, their skills, and experience to achieve common goals primarily of the financial variety. According to an article in Mexico Daily News, Mexican law enforcement arrested Hector Ortiz Solaris, known as LH1, or Bandito Boss in 2019 after he spent years recruiting top-tier hackers who built malware for his gang named the Banditos Revolution Team. The malware was designed to infect ATM machines and attack Latin American banks. According to Mexican authorities, Solaris managed to make more than $5 million each month in 2018. The gang stole 
$15.2 million through fraudulent transfers at five Mexican financial institutions. Essentially, they can make as much money through cybercrime as they're making through dope. The Insights study said that in April of 2019, Brazil's Department of Narcotics Investigation broke up a crypto mining operation based in Porto Alegre that was leveraging 25 cryptocurrency mining machines. They, these machines were working 24-7 and were worth about $65,000. Another cybersecurity company, CypherTrace, contributed to the Insights report and said cartels were now using cryptocurrency tumblers to mix unregulated cryptocurrencies with other well-known ones. Eventually, cartels can trade the coins for other verified cryptocurrencies, and the people behind it take about a 3% uh, cut of the profit. These organized crime groups are unregulated cryptocurrency exchanges uh, to move vast sums of money without being tracked, allowing money to be moved to countries throughout Latin America that have relatively lax regulations. An interesting thing that came up when I was researching all this was a rift between Las Zetas and anonymous. So according to InfoSec, in October of 2011, so 10 years ago, Anonymous, a hacker alliance known for breaching security of banks, financial institutions, and government entities, threatened Los Zetas, uh, a Mexican drug cartel and former paramilitary wing of the Gulf Cartel, after one of its members was kidnapped during a street protest in the Mexican state of Veracruz. Los Zetas were handed an ultimatum by Anonymous on November 5th which was communicated through an online video. Anonymous said if they did not release the member, that it would begin hacking into secure websites and protected accounts and releasing important information on Lazadis members and people who cooperate with them, including journalists and police officials. They said that they were prepared to hack into cartel members' bank accounts and wreak financial havoc on the drug dealers. The anonymous operation was called Op Cartel and was called off when the abducted activist was released on November 4th, one day before the uh, deadline, with a message from her kidnappers threatening to kill 10 people for every identity that was made public. Op Cartel members claimed that they weren't giving up the battle, they're merely shifting their focus, and they pretty much, Anonymous has pretty much given up on uh, taking on the Los Zetas Cartel. So just a little analysis here. Federal investigators have long suspected there's a relationship between cartels, cyber criminals, and state-sanctioned hybrid warfare operations. The majority of crypto assets used to finance ransomware operations are held in South America. The United States is going to need to uh, target cartels using counter-terror and other war powers if we're actually going to combat the problems that we foresee coming right now or the problems that are actually here right now. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do me a favor, hit like, subscribe, and make a comment so YouTube knows to share this video with other people. I appreciate your time. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments. You have a great day and you stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Drug Training Podcast with Keith Graves. We'd love to hear your comments and respond to your questions in future episodes. Visit our accompanying website at www.onlinedrugtraining.com for more information, advice, training, and to get in touch. And join us again on the next edition of the Drug Training Podcast.